Listener discretion is always advised. Y'all are not going. Well, some of you might actually believe this shit. Hey, TikTok, just a quick update. It's uh, Saturday, I believe, and uh, here's the truck I've been driving for the last few days uh, for Wilson Logistics. Um, this trailer just uh, was assigned to us from Kraft over at the Kraft uh, Foods plant, and we're delivering it here to what's called the Springfield Underground. And that is, as you can see behind me, this giant, giant cave that's big enough to house hundreds of these trucks and trailers. There's a train track running through here. Just to give you an idea, back here, there's a regular sized truck. See how tall that is up there? Um, it's just incredible. Anyway, having a great time, learning lots. Talk to you soon. Now, I don't know exactly what the fuck is going on with the underground or in the mountain bunkers, but something is definitely fucking popping. And people wonder why I want to obtain one of these damn things myself. Anyway, let's start the show. This is for masters, this technique. You already know what you're listening to. This is the 916 King. This is the Justice and the Peace podcast. I had to hit you with a two-piece. Yes, it's Sunday and it's not a Sunday. But I'm here for a double dose of the peace. Let's get it. What can I tell you, motherfuckers? Not a goddamn thing, man. Everything under the moon is under the moon, right? Well, everybody doesn't see everything that I see, so I find it upon myself to share. Like you niggas care. I know you don't give a damn, but you're not gonna believe everything that I've seen on the goddamn feed this motherfucking weekend. Had to take a day off. But um, yeah, th there's rocks that that have electricity in them. Um, the, the transgenders are still dancing in front of children. TikTokers are, are robbing beautiful women. Um, the music is still hateful. Mothers are telling their kids to take care of kids that are not theirs. What else? Uh, uh, there's a big ass, and I mean a big ass, Brazilian baby that was born. More shootings across the damn world. I mean, what the fuck do you want me to tell you? You want some good news? Nigga, your baby mama's still ugly. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, your baby daddy at that. But I'm gonna be here daily for your needs. I might take a day off, but I'm gonna come right back. Cause y'all niggas already know, I don't know how to act. This is the motherfucking justice in the peace pot. Let's get it, man. All right, y'all, how am I gonna start this shit off? I, I, I tried, I tried, I tried, but I was unsuccessful with uh, actually trying to do a, a conspiracy near me episode with my good friend M Down. And, and I, I, it's been two or three of them now. And this motherfucker just shoots them down. I'm gonna have to get, get some Caucasian people on here to where I could kind of convince them. I gotta have a very compelling argument when it comes to conspiracies and talking to this nigga M down. Cause he is not just necessarily gonna go for anything that it is that I'm selling. And I don't give a fuck if this nigga is shivering outside. This nigga won't buy a coat. Like this nigga, I don't know if he's stingy with his imagination. I don't know what it is. Or maybe he's just hardened to no bullshit when he fucking smells it. Or understand a false premise when he sees it. But anyway, let me go ahead and read to you guys some of the most craziest shit that I've seen on the, on, on the net. Now, I started it off with this guy in the bunker and he said that he drives for Kraft. Huh, don't Kraft, you know, they, they work with food, right? There's, the food is extremely expensive right now and they're taking this food to a motherfucking bunker. For what? I don't know, I just don't like it. Why I don't like it? I don't know. I know that I just don't like that shit. And not only that, maybe it's because I haven't been invited to any fucking bunkers. I don't know. I know this, though. 
that if some shit was to happen, everybody on the outside of that bunker would be fucked. And that's me. So it's got me feeling just some kind of motherfucking way. Now, these bunkers, they've been around for a long time. Some people, people, plural, peoples, are just now finding out about the bunkers. This has been a long time fascination of mine to be able to escape but still be in plain sight but not be seen, if, if that makes any sense to you. Because a motherfucker don't know that you in a bunker if you in a bunker. So they don't even know if they looking at you when they looking at you. So basically you in plain sight without being seen. You dig? That's fucking impossible. It's very possible, my friend. Welcome to the show. I got a new little sample. Not only that, not only that, I have a few new things for the show, but I digress. Um, like I said, in plain sight, but not seen. Now, since the bunker thing has been a fascination of mine, I don't necessarily believe that everybody is going to know about bunkers, but it does fascinate me when younger kids know about bunkers. When I saw this post right here, it had me go, huh, I think, I think I have to work on my conspiracy theories because this guy made up his own conspiracy theory. Or maybe, just maybe, you know, um, I'm an idiot and I haven't heard this one. Listen to this, please. Kodak Black risked his life to expose the truth. The first thing he did was expose Hurricane Harvey. Hold on. Kodak Black? Get him, Black. Hold on, Black. Will Black, who's Black, that Black, Kodak Black, the little super gremlin Black, him, get the fuck out of here. What, 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 what are you talking about? What are you talking about, my nigga? Kodak Black risked his life to expose the truth. The first thing he did was expose Hurricane Harvey. The wind ain't got no name. What do you think Hurricane Harvey son? The second thing he did was... Wait, I don't even know what he said. Okay. Exposed that the government controls rain and told us that the government has underground bunkers. These people control the rain. These people be digging bunkers up. Then people be digging bungers up. I heard that part. Okay. Then people be digging bungers up. Okay, yeah. He knows about bunkers. And he thinks they control the rain. The third thing he did was expose the music industry. Letting us know that you gotta sell your soul to get attention. Like you gotta sell your soul for them to pay attention. Who is paying attention besides the children? Who you... Y'all know that Kodak and X used to be friends. Which is why when Kodak got locked up, X said this. When I made part one, a lot of you guys were saying that when he got locked up, he came back as a clone. We all know. Uh-oh. Another clone theory. So, uh, I don't know. Do I have to find another person that's not? Oh, that X lost his life trying to make change in the world. So maybe Kodak getting locked up, then coming back as a clone was the industry's way of dealing with Kodak. I risk my life for us, nigga, and I die for us, nigga. That's fucking impossible. Okay, so this guy is saying that Kodak died, or Kodak is a clone. Huh, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know. He might be a clone, though, because he did say he took it anyway, even though he knew it was fucked up because he's gremlin. I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. What are you guys' thoughts? Hit hit the social networks. Leave comments. Talk shit. Leave a voicemail. I don't give a fuck. I don't pay attention anyway. <laughs> anyway, on to other pressing matters in, in the damn news. Uh, you know, they did find some rocks that are quite powerful. And I mean powerful as in Wakanda, what the fuck powerful. I do not understand how we are just now right now 2023 finding out that there are rocks that by themselves can turn on lights had me feeling real real funny about my motherfucking electricity bill when i saw that shit like what if we just giving our money to somebody else and all of this shit is hooked up to a big ass rock somewhere in sacramento i'm not even paying what what does that guy do when he comes and check the meter then what the fuck does that mean you know, how can they gauge how much... Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure they could put a meter in between us and the rock. But fuck that. I don't want to fucking think that these motherfuckers got me paying for some shit that I can get for free. Could someone, someone please ship me a pallet of those magically magnetic, electric, electrically uh, uh, charged rocks? Please, some of them. 
Now that's not even gonna come across right. But I don't give a fuck. If you didn't know what I mean, if you, if you don't know what I mean, then you weren't supposed to understand what I meant, motherfucker. Shit. Anyway, what do you say? I mean, on the rocks. I mean, sometimes, sometimes when you meet a person, yeah, yeah, everything just goes right. And, and you know, you want to hook up with them. You, you, you want to meet them. You want to you wanna jump their bones, as we old motherfuckers used to say. You want to bump uglies. You, you just want to, you know, you want to fuck around for you youngsters. You got to be careful who you fuck around with, when you fuck around with them, and where you fuck around with them at. Rule number one, never, ever, 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 bring a motherfucker to your house. I don't give a fuck. Don't bring newbies to your house. Don't bring rookies to your house. In some instances, you might not want to bring MVPs to your goddamn house. I want to share this story with you because it's, it's, it's a reminder that people will use and abuse you at every single turn that they damn well get. Please listen to this, all right? time. You see this guy right here? Basically, I started talking to this guy on Instagram and um, obviously I know him from TikTok. Basically, we were talking for like a couple days, FaceTiming each other and everything. Um, he's so nice, he's so sweet to me and he basically says he wants to come to Tampa to see me. So basically he books a flight to Tampa and his cousin drops him off at my house and he's so sweet. We're like um, drinking and watching movies and stuff and he's just so sweet to me and not a red flag in sight. There should always be at least one, okay? Okay. So basically he's at my house, we're watching movies, we order food, um, just drinking and stuff and then it's like two in the morning so we decide to go to sleep. So we're both laying down in um, the bed. I fall asleep. And that's it. Lights out for me. I'm sleeping. And then I wake up at 8 a.m., realize he's not laying next to me. I come out to my living room. He's not there. I check the door. He left my house with my door lock unlocked. So I text his phone and I'm like, um, hey, you left. And I'm blocked. I go on Instagram. I'm blocked. Wow. What the fuck? What do you do? What do you do? What does she do? On everything. Blocked on Twitter. Everything. So basically, I'm like, okay, let me go check my stuff because this is really weird. And basically, he robbed me of my Rolex and something else. I don't know what it was that he took, but I have the video here so you guys can see. Okay, okay. You guys won't be able to see it or anything else like that. But And you can see him right here. That's my purse. He's going through. And he's going through my purse. I got a question, though. See, this camera, it's it's in the living room, right? Now, I don't know if it looks like a camera that's in the living room, but there is a camera in her living room. So if anybody has ever fucked her in her living room, your ass is on tape, my nigga. First. And then he finds my Rolex. And he basically steals my watch and yeah. puts it on his wrist. Yeah, he's just rummaging through her fucking house like any. This is the pictures that I took of him thief. at my house. You know, I mean, right before he robbed me. So if you see this guy, if you see him with a Rolex on, a bust down Rolex. A bust down Rolex. What is a busted down Rolex? I don't know what that is. With all diamonds. He stole it from me. Do not trust this guy. Okay. Do not let him in your house. Do not let him near you. He is going to rob you. And this is his Instagram. And this is another video of him stuffing something in my house under his shirt and putting it in his bag. Good time. This this is crazy. You see this guy right here? He's this, I mean, she, I mean, the whole story itself is crazy. Predictable. Yes, but crazy. But what's even crazier is that she don't even know what the fuck he stole out of her house. She does not know what the fuck he stole out of her house except for the busted up Rolex. I mean, damn lady, do inventory, something. Take better care of your shit and stop letting random ass niggas in your motherfucking home. Gosh. Oh, 
but yeah. What can you do with, I guess when you need some dick, you need some dick, I, I, I don't know. I give it, I don't take it. But um, yeah, I mean, shit. You know what happens though. There's a thing that happens when you fuck. You know what happens. You bust a nut. You, that, that's, no, that's not what happens. That, that, that's not what I was getting to. What happens is, if you don't use protection, you could uh, get someone possibly pregnant. Now, if you get them pregnant, you don't necessarily know the background of where the fuck it is that they come from unless you didn't talk to their mother and their father and grandmother and grand. Y'all niggas ain't got time for that. Y'all got cell phones. Real shit, y'all work at a low attention span. But, but, when you do get this motherfucker pregnant and they do carry a baby, the, 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 the optimal, the wanted result is a healthy, healthy child. Well, I have a story right here where this lady gave birth to a whole ass, I mean, yes, they, they, women basically shit out babies, but this motherfucker is a toddler. This lady shitted out a fucking toddler. All right, this story is coming to you. From the Daily Loud, a Brazilian mother gives birth to a giant baby. A giant. Measuring two feet tall. Weighing in at 16 pounds. Somebody ding the motherfucking bell. What the fuck did this baby do to this lady's hips? Uh, the baby has this thing that's kind of covering its head. So I'm not sure if the baby tried, if they tried to have the baby come out the regular way and the head couldn't make it. But I know for a fact that if this lady's waist, if that pelvic bone and shit separated like that, and then it, it's never going back the same, bro. Whoever is fucking her, bro, tell her don't make no more noise when you stick your dick in her. I swear to God, bro, you need to get get a uh, get one of those mannequin arms and a jackhammer. Then you take the mannequin arm and you put it on the jackhammer, and then you just punch away at the pussy, just right at the goddamn pussy. If your girl gives birth to a 16-pound baby, 16 pounds. Big baby, two feet tall. My nigga, you throw all, throw all of the fucking clothes away that you've been saving. I know for a fact that they had to know during the ultrasound that this was going to be an Andre the Giant ass baby. This was going to be a Tony Robbins. Just motherfucking, what do they call? A, is it a bunch of bananas? A bunch of banana hand ass baby. This motherfucking baby, it is unfair for this baby to be, be, be put amongst the other children at any school. There should be a special school for giant ass motherfucking babies. Why am I an idiot? I'm being very supportive of this child. I, I want him to walk firmly in the dirt with them heavy ass toddler feet. I mean, could you imagine what size shoe this motherfucker must wear? When he hits like four, I, I, man, shouts go out to, to, to the dad. Wow, man, that is some super duper motherfucking sperm that you dropped on that bitch. Shit. A two foot tall baby. Yeah, man, tell her don't make no noise when you slide. And I mean, you gon' nigga, you are going to slip and slide into that pussy. It's gonna take a whole year for her to snap that pussy back. She might have to soak in vinegar for two of those months. I, I mean, shit. For two foot tall, baby. I got to get on to something else. Anyway, on to other pressing matters. Now, we all got kids. We all love our children. We don't want anything to happen to our kids. At least, I don't want anything to happen to my kids most of the time. Sometimes I wish that they would... No, I, I don't wish anything bad upon my kids. One thing that we, we as parents, we as parents hate the thought of is losing one of our children. And it's a terrible thing if it, is, if it has happened to anyone listening to this. And my condolences and my, my, my heart goes out to you. But... On the other side, there are crazy stories out there about parents losing their children like this one. Morbid Facts, Part 17. 
A 19-year-old girl named Olga was camping with her stepfather in Russia when a mother brown bear attacked them. After the bear broke her stepfather's neck and smashed his skull, Olga, Olga attempted to flee. But the bear chased her down, grabbed her by the legs, and started mauling her. Olga then managed to make three phone calls to her mother while being eaten alive by the bear and her three cubs. Oh, Olga. No, I did not know that the bear snapped her father-in-law's neck. I guess he said one human wasn't gonna do it. Shit. In the first phone call, she screamed, Mom, the bear is eating me. It's such agony. Please help. At first, her mother thought it was just a joke, but soon heard the true horror in her daughter's voice, along with the sounds of bears chewing. But she could only helplessly listen in horror to her daughter's screams for mercy. What the fuck does bear- I'm pretty sure I can go online and figure that out. That has got to be terrible! The bears finally left her nearly an hour later, but Olga knew she was gonna die. Her final words were, Mom, I don't feel the pain anymore. Forgive me for everything. I love you. Morbid facts. Par yeah, thank you, Morbid facts. Goodness gracious, what the fuck? Yeah, man. So if you're out there and you're hiking and you're, uh, you know, doing your little uh, explorative thing, be very, very careful. There are animals out there that will eat you alive. And then when they get full, they'll leave you to die. I am sorry, Olga. That is a terrible fucking story. And fuck that grizzly bear. I don't like bears. I really don't. I don't like snakes neither. But, um, you know, what can you say? You know, I mean, what can you say? Snakes are everywhere. You know, they're even here as humans. Some, some people believe in, you know, the reptiles, the reptilian guys walking around and shit like that. I'm not talking about those kind of snakes. I'm talking about them snake-ass niggas who do snake-ass shit. You know, shit behind your back. Or better yet, maybe in your front, they, you just don't see them because you playing on mid-level range and these niggas is playing on a, on a, on a level of belly to the flow type of motherfucking game. It's some snake level shit that happened with Nia Long. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie, it, it got worse. It got worse once the public got a hold of it. And it just seems like now they won't leave Miss Long the fuck alone. Just because you see her with a man doesn't mean that she's getting fucked by one of these guys. And truthfully, truthfully, it would be a privilege to end for any man, I should say, for any man to spend some time and actually, you know, conversed with Nia. But people won't even give, you know, they won't even give her that thing. It's kind of like, look at her, she's being a hoe. Can we not promote the whole culture right now? The whole culture is not a whole culture of what it is that we are as people. Let this woman live. Every time you see her out and about, stop being the next snake in the motherfucking grass. Stop taking so many goddamn pictures of people trying to live their motherfucking life. It's terrible when people fuck with people like that. I don't get it. But then again, I do understand that you don't have the content or, or the creativity to come up with other shit, just like some other people that have to take old songs and remix them into new songs that are worse than the old song that came out and spread even, even much more of a terrible message. Uh, you know, th there's a lot of these songs where they're picking up shit from my era and they're remixing it into this dumbass doo-waddle, but anyway, listen. Man, I'm going to be totally honest with y'all. The whole world, this type of music right here don't make you want to love nobody. Wait a minute now. We can't just focus on fuck that nigga, fuck that bitch. Because it's the whole rhythm. It's the whole thing behind it. We can't excuse one little bitty aspect of violence against man, against woman, when the women identify as motherfucking men. This type of music right here ain't gonna make you want to care about nobody. Matter of fact, that just reminded me. Uh, I saw a female whooping her dude's ass. I'm not sure if it was her baby daddy or not. 
I don't know if them niggas was fighting with flour or what, but there was a camera phone rolling and he ran towards the camera, very feminine like. And when he got close to the camera, she was chasing him. When he went to reach out for the motherfucking camera, she put a plastic bag over his motherfucking head and started suffocating that nigga. And I'm just gonna keep it all the way real. The type of music that we keep on consuming, it ain't nothing but death. But the thing is, not only what we consume, it's what the pages promote. Because the pages, they are what most people go to for the go-to. You go to the page so you can get the go-to music. And once you get to that page, if the go-to music is fuck that nigga, fuck that bitch, murder that block, spin that hood. If that's what the fuck it is that the page is promoting, you can't just necessarily blame the artist. The artist is only doing exactly what the artist is seeing is successful in the field of work that that artist is trying to be in. It don't do nothing but kill everything inside of you. No shit. And that... You know, when I I did watch a part of this clip earlier, so I, I got breakdowns for this shit. You know, with plants, do you know that they can actually grow plants? You can grow plants in any, any kind of setting, depending on what plant it is. But if you play music in the background while growing plants, that it actually affects the growth and 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 the 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 what's the right word? It, it affects the growth and the productivity of the plant. I would love to see them put on some of this drill music to see what the side effects would be to any motherfucking plant. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I'm constantly seeing people who really want relationships. They want love. They want to be understood. You know what I'm saying? They want healthy relationships. That is a lie. Bitches are selling themselves for $40 right now, my gal. But how you gonna have that when this is the type of music that we uh, constantly consume in our community? City girls down one. Or just in the world. F that boy, F that girl, F this person, F like how? I mean, that is part of the thing, though, is that you do want to fuck them, but you don't want to fuck them. Like, that's a different kind of fucking, right? Or am I just fucking tripping? How, man? How you gonna, how you gonna even have love when you keep producing this type of hate? You see what I'm saying? I, I don't see what you're saying, but I definitely hear you. That music don't make you care about nobody. It really don't. It just promotes death and everything. Think about it. All it do is continue to keep on causing a, a rivalry and a division because when old girl dropped the uh, F and F, F boy free, guess what? Dudes came out and dropped the F girl free. Yeah, well... Women are fuckboy free because, uh, well, do I have to say it? I mean, do, do, do. I am an idiot, so I think I do have to say it. Yeah, they drop that shit because a lot of girls eat pussy on a low. It's the, let me say it right there, okay? Okay? You be eating pussy on a low. And we know. And that's okay. You know, that that's okay. I'm gonna get off of that fucking subject because I know a lot of you guys are rappers. And I know, uh, I don't want to offend anybody's feelings or hurt anybody's ego. I don't find that useful at all whatsoever. But anyway, like I was saying, man, I do constantly wonder what would happen if they played that kind of music in the setting of plants and shit. Would they thrive or would the, would the leaves wither away and dry up? Would the roots rot away? I wonder. I mean, I do fucking wonder. I mean, shit. You know... We all hear stories. We all have heard stories. And I hear a lot of stories. I read a lot of articles. I read this article right here that is so fucking ridiculous that I had to read it three times. I had to send it to someone. They had to read it and send it back to me so I could reread the shit. I'm going to try to read it to you, okay? It says, James Joseph Richardson was convicted for poisoning his seven children, walked free after babysitter confessed that she killed them over 20 years later. Now, this is coming to you from Black History Unlocked on Instagram. To keep Black History Unlocked alive and keep our content free, please donate to Black History Unlocked, okay? The link is on the page. The link is on the page, all right? Now, Richardson and his wife, Anna May, 
Anime left for their home in Arcadia, Florida from, for work on October 25th, 1967. Before they left, Anime asked their next door neighbor and sometime babysitter, Betsy Reese, to serve their seven children lunch when they came home from school. After eating the lunch of rice and beans and hogwall gravy, the children, six girls and one boy, ages two to 11, went back to school and soon became sick and soon became sick. They foamed at the mouth and shook violently. The children were taken to a close-by hospital, but all the children but one died within hours. The seventh child died the next day. Autopsies later showed that the deaths were caused by pyrithian, a powerful insecticide that was in the children's lunch. Richardson, 31 at the time, came under suspicion after he told DeSoto County Sheriff Frank Klein that he had talked to an to an insurance agent two days earlier to discuss getting a $500 policy on each of the children, a $1,000 policy on his wife, and a $2,000 policy for himself. So the husband came under suspicion because the day before, I mean, what a dink! He just happened to talk to his insurance agency about putting policies on everybody in the family, including himself. Now, the next day, that's when everything happened with his wife, uh, 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 Anime, and their neighbor, Betsy Reese, I believe. So the next day, the day after children became the day after the children became ill, authorities searched Richardson's residence in nearby buildings but didn't find anything. However, the next day, Reese, the babysitter, and another man were seen squabbling over a bag of Perithian. They told authority they told authorities that they had found it in Richardson's, Richardson's shed. What the fuck was they doing in his shed? Okay, I mean, th 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 this is so crazy. Now, the sheriff's deputy, Klein, he went to a grand jury with the insurance card in the back of Perithian, as well as the witness who had said Richardson had appeared calm and not upset over the deaths. The grand jury returned with the indictment for the murder of just one of the children. Richardson was arrested immediately. A week later, three cellmates told authorities that Richard had, Richard, Richardson had confessed to putting poison in the children's school. Uh, in the children's food while they were at school. So this is indicating that they had like some jailhouse snitch shit going on, which pushed his case, his case over. At the trial, the two of the jailhouse informants, both of whom received reductions in their prison sentences, sentences, sentences for testifying, said that Richardson told them he put the Perithian in the food. One said Richardson claimed that he was angry at his wife for having a lesbian affair with Reese, the babysitter. Now, the babysitter, a claim that was never fucking verified. The third informant had been shot to death before the trial, but his statement was still read to the jury on May 31st, 1968. After less than two hours of deliberation, Richardson was convicted and sentenced to death in Florida's electric chair. Four years later, the U.S. Supreme Court outlawed the death penalty, so this guy would have died if the death penalty wasn't outlawed. Four years later, after he was convicted, the uh, Supreme Court outlawed the death penalty as it was being applied as unconstitutional. Richardson's sentence was commuted to 25 years of life in prison. In 1988, attorneys from Richardson's from attorneys for Richardson, including Mark Lane, who had written a book about the case called Arcadia and later would investigate the assassination of President John F. Kennedy and survive the Jonestown, the Jonestown massacre of Guana sought a new trial. The lawyer said that they had affidavits saying that Reese, who was living in a nursing home, had confessed to the workers that she had poisoned the children. So, later on, the, 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 the babysitter got old, and I guess she felt like she might not make it to that upper room, and, and decided to, to, to confess, right? Now, further, Lane said that he had obtained an exculpatory, uh, exculpatory evidence that he asserted had been suppressed by the Sheriff Klein and the DeSoto County State's Attorney Frank Schwab, a charge both men denied. The only living jailhouse informant had recanted, saying that he had been coerced by the Sheriff's deputy 
into implicating Richardson, the documents were turned over to Florida Governor's Officer and Dade County State Attorney Janet Reno. Now, you guys know who she is. She's the white lady with those thick-ass Coca-Cola glasses. Okay, so the State Attorney Janet Reno was appointed to the special prosecutor to examine the case. On April 25th, 1989, a judge set aside Richardson's conviction, ruling that the suppressed evidence had prevented him from getting a fair trial. The court finds that if certain evidence has been disclosed to the defense, that there is a, de that there is a definite probability the outcome of the trial would have been different, said the judge, Clifton Kelly. Now, defense attorneys at Richardson's trial were never told that Richardson had never purchased any life insurance. He didn't have the money. Also withheld were conflicting statements by two of the jailhouse snitches. One died prior to trial and one died after the trial. Okay, now Janet Reno said Reese, who at the time of the crime was on parole for, fatal, for, for fatally shooting her second husband, her first, hu her first husband died after eating a meal she prepared for him, but she was not charged. She had the motive for inflicting harm on the Richardson family. Reese's husband had left her for a cousin of Richardson, Reno said. Reese, who suffered from Alzheimer's disease, had never in indicated, was never indicted for the crime. Wow, Richardson was released from prison and is and on May 5th, 1989, Janet Reno announced the dismissal of the case. Richardson later filed a wrongful conviction lawsuit against the DeSoto County and was settled for $150,000. In 2008, he filed a claim seeking compensation from the state of Florida but was denied. In June 2014, Florida Governor Rick Scott signed a bill authorizing payment for more than a million dollars to Richardson. So Richardson was locked up all of that damn time. 20 years for a million damn dollars. Wow. And a fuck. That's some crazy shit. You see what I mean? Like, you never know. You never know what the fuck is in the hearts of the individuals who live right next door. All of that shit. Because the babysitter's motherfucking husband was fucking your wife's cousin. He lost his whole motherfucking family and his freedom. It didn't say too much about what happened to his wife. I am genuinely intrigued on, did she move on? Did she stay with him? Is she, did, I, I, why, I mean, that is fucking terrible, man. Be careful with who the fuck it is that you mingle with. Be careful who the fuck it is that you kick it with. You don't never, you never know. You, 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 you never know what the fuck is going on. I mean, people are very capable of things that you are not. And you are very capable of things that other people are not. And those, those things can be either good and those things could be bad also. Speaking of good and bad things, a Maryland man was sentenced to life in prison for accepting $3,200. A payment to kill a woman's boyfriend. This is coming to you from spiritual world. Yes, it's another story that's going to put a great smile from ear to ear. I hope you hear me. Now, once again, this is coming from spiritual world. Anne Andrell, Anne Andrell County State's Attorney, Ann Colt Lightless. I think that's her name. Lightess. Lightess announced today that Michael Gibson, 23, of Annapolis entered a guilty plea to first-degree murder and using a firearm during the commission of a crime of violence in the death of Leslie Saunders, 50 years old. <laughs> wow. So this guy pled guilty to murder of killing a 50-year-old man. Gibson, who was paid $3,200 by Thomas Smith, wait a minute, 31, to kill the victim following a verbal argument between the victim and Smith's mother. Victim, wait, 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 wait. So 50, 31. Smith recently pled guilty to first degree murder as well as. Smith recently pled guilty to first degree murder as well and will be sentenced on March 31st, 2002. The defendant will be sentenced on April 26th, 2022. It's shocking that a verbal argument prompted this 
prompted Thomas Smith to hire Gibson to kill Mr. Saunders and that Gibson was willing to commit such a heinous crime for money. Not only was this murder cold and calculated, but it now leaves three men's lives and their family and their families' lives devastated. The defendant had little regard for human life or the community when he tracked the victim down in the neighborhood with the help of Thomas Smith, when he located the victim, he shot him repeatedly, said state's attorney Ann Cole. I am grateful that both of the perpetrators in this perpetrators in this senseless crime have been held accountable for a brazen murder that took place in, An in Annapolis. The binge drive neighborhood should not have to live in fear that this kind of gun violence will be accepted as commonplace. I would like to thank the Annapolis Police Department for their work in determining that not only was this a murder, but that it was also a murder for hire. The victim, identified as Leslie Eugene Saunders, was pronounced deceased at the scene and later, the office of the chief medical examiner determined that the cause and manner of death was homicide by gunshot. Gibson, Gibson shot the victim and then fled the neighborhood where Smith was waiting nearby in his F-150 truck. Detectives tracked the two men down as they fled the area. The investigation ultimately revealed that Smith paid $2,000 to Gibson prior to the murder and then paid him an additional $1,200 in cash later. So this guy killed somebody for thirty. $3,200, like I said in the beginning. If you want more on this story, please go to thebaynet.com. That is thebaynet.com. Wow. Just like the, uh, uh, the, the prosecutor or attorney said, three different families now have to try to restructure what the fuck it is they determine is going to be the rest the, the rest of their existence on this planet because of a verbal argument a emotional altercation that I'm pretty sure if everybody would have just slept on it could have fucking went away it could have easily went away we got to deal with these things man as men as women as motherfucking Adults. I mean, there, there. I don't want to report all of these damn shootings and shit on my fucking show, but it, it's a reminder, at least to me. I hope it reminds you that you do not know what people are thinking, even if they tell you that they didn't told you what the fuck it is that they thinking. People are capable of heinous acts. So many heinous acts. One of the most fucked up heinous acts. No, not fucked up. This ain't even on that level. But a fucked up, very, very fucked up heinous act is, uh, you know, when you get, when you get a, a, a rapper that, that, that you love and you wait for him to, to drop some new music. You can't wait. I remember when Tupac dropped Machiavelli after he died. Me and my friends skipped school that motherfucking day. We went down to Sam Goody in downtown Plaza and stood in line. There was a line coming out of Sam Goody all the way to the motherfucking escalators. I think there were escalators there. Well, to the stairs. Either way, you had to walk up something to get in that bitch. And there was a line there. And we waited in that line. And once, once I obtained my copy of Machiavelli, the car wasn't even started before the accessory was turned on and I slid that motherfucking CD in to hear what the fuck Pac was going to talking about. So I understand what it feels like when yo guy drops some new shit. One thing I can't necessarily say is this right here. Dominique, what the f bro? Bro, what the f are you held here in priorities, right? You know, my expectations is here, right? All right, you guys. I don't know if you guys know who that is. The younger people who are listening, you know who that is. That's Kai. To the older people who are listening, you don't even need to matter. 
Yeah, I mean, it, to you, this doesn't matter. To me, it does. Because this guy loves his motherfucking music. And this resonated with me so fucking well. Listen. Did you just moan in the mic? I'm just trying to buy here, go to Nas, you know that's sure. Mm, mm, she want another piece. Oh, oh, she want another piece. Fully loaded. Bro, what the f are you held here in priorities, right? <laughs> anyway, it's gonna be alright, Kai. It's gonna be alright, man. It's gonna be all motherfucking right, you know. We all stumble, we all fall. It just, you know, take grace and getting up. He'll be all right. When you stumble, when you fall, when you make mistakes in life, you need, you need support. You need a family. You need community. But more importantly, you know who you really need? You need your motherfucking mama. Mama. Okay. Mama. I don't know what to say. Right now, I can't really say much right now. It hurts me that he's hurting. Sure. It's hurting me. Nah, bro. You love these babies. You love these babies. You're gonna stay the same. You're not gonna change. Do you understand that? You're gonna be a man, and you're gonna do what you've been doing. That's that. Okay? There's no need to fold. You've been in their life since they were. Come on, come on. It's hard, you're gonna go through this. But what did you tell me? That's fucking impossible. Gosh, I mean, damn. I mean, what do you do with that? I don't know what to do with that. So what you just heard was a man who was taking care of some kids. He thought those kids was his. He loved those kids, loved them. <laughs> I love some. He loves them. I don't know what happened, but just imagine. You get a DNA test on your kids, and you find out not one, but two of them motherfuckers don't belong to you. Do you stick around and you keep taking care of these kids? I guess, you know, that would depend on the caliber of man and also the, the, the timeline that he was raised in and also the grade of pussy that comes with them damn kids. I mean, we can't leave out what can't be left out, right? We can't leave out what can't be left out. It's just that goddamn simple. Now, th that is a hard thing to put on that boy right there because the more time that he spends in that situation, um, the time that it takes away from his ultimate life, because if it don't work out, man, you've been taking care of these kids that ain't yours. Not only that, when you finally do find someone that you really do love, they probably gonna have some kids too. So you better figure out what the fuck it is that you gonna do, my guy. I, I, I don't know what the fuck to tell that guy about that situation at all, but damn, my guy, damn. What do you do with that? I mean, I mean, shit. You know, I love, I love reporting on uh, uh, the, the, these, these, these people in the, the, the correctional institutions, the, the 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 places of of power, the positions of power. It's always amazing stories, and this amazing story is coming to you from the neighborhood talk. An ex-Florida prison guard accused of letting an inmate smash and smuggling cigars inside the penitentiary with her kitty cat. Like I said, this is coming from you from the neighborhood talk. This shit sounds like an episode of Love During Lockup. A former Florida correctional officer is being accused of having sex with the inmate, smuggling contraband into the prison, and receiving more than $12,000 in electric payments. So she was money laundering too, plus giving up the cat, plus using the cat. I said that shit earlier, like there's, the, the pussy is like a Swiss army knife. It could do so many damn things, so many damn things. Now, according to WMBB News 13, Sergeant Luana McHale Sharp 
is currently facing more than 70 criminal charges for her for her alleged actions during her sexual involvement with an inmate while she was working at the Graceville Correctional Facility. Court documents revealed that the investigation into Sharp began on September 30th after employees who were monitoring inmates JPay payments JPay payments that's crazy and communication system discovered something unusual in one inmate's account investigators interviewed the inmate who revealed that he first met sharp when she was a few months in she gave him her personal cell phone number she created a fake JPay account he said that they would communicate through the recorded inmate huh through the recorded inmate phone, a cell phone, and Facebook Messenger. Things escalated. She would give him oral sex every night that she worked. They had vaginal intercourse five to six times. So she was showing up to work and sucking dick. Wow, she's a lady. During Sharp's interrogation, interrogation with investigators, she allegedly ad admitted to their sexual relationship and being the owner of the fake JPay account. She also revealed that she once concealed 305 cigars wrapped in cellophane in her underwear and another time smuggled 305, 305 cigars in her vagina. She allegedly received 67 electronic payments, a total of $12,160 from several inmates and their family members. Damn, man. Wow, this is a uh, this is crazy. Now, this is coming from um Super su Supernova Gen again. Supernova Gen. Thank you Supernova Gen in the neighborhood talk. I mean, damn, she was using that motherfucking cootie cot. Shit. I mean, what I mean, that, that isn't that that's what it's made for isn't that what fucking usher said that's what the fuck it's made for what do you do with the pussy when it's not being used what it's made for it does everything what doesn't the pussy do i don't know i really don't know what how much time have i been in this motherfucker i've been in here for a whole hour a whole hour running my mouth but yeah this is your 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 two piece for Sunday. So I don't know what you're doing. I'm going for the Niners, so I hope them motherfuckers win. And if they don't win, I don't give a fuck. Cause all them niggas is still rich after the goddamn game. So yes, you know what I want you to do right now. Pull your motherfucking phones out. Pull them motherfucking phones out right now. I don't want to scream at you. I shouldn't have to tell you to pull your phones out. Go ahead and give me five stars. Go ahead, man. Do it right now. Pull out your phone. Five stars. Give it to your boy, Justice, man. Give me five stars. Don't give. Don't give me nothing else. I don't want nothing else. Nothing else. Go to the. Go to whatever. Five stars. Hit the subscribe button. You know. Leave a comment. Leave a review. That that shit will help me. You help me. I help you. That's how it goes. All right. Share the podcast. Get the podcast out there so people can motherfucking hear this shit and tell me that it sucks. All right. I can tell them what to do with their daddy dick. Every single one of these episodes are recorded, are recorded in one sitting, one take. No edits, no cleanups, no uh, weird shit. It's all natural and organic. That's fucking impossible. But it's fucking true. So yeah, also do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. And as long as you don't hurt nobody, you good with me, my G, my guy. You good. You good. Every single one of these podcasts are dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you. Every single day until my last breath is left, I love you, mama. I do, baby. This is Justice, and this has been another episode of the Justice and the Peace podcast. Once again, I thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.